Oh, hey, cow, how's it going? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Greetings, my excellent friends, and welcome back to the San Dimas School of Film podcast. Join us on our most excellent adventure through time, so we discuss all genres of film. My name is Tim. With me in the booth, as always, is Brad, Jules, and Al. How are you? Woo. Good. And very special episode today, we have a guest. Billy! <laughs> <laughs> oh, straight on it. Oh, mate. Good homework from last oh, week. I was hanging <laughs> for that one, mate. I was hanging for it. <laughs> you lasted like five seconds. Yeah, I know, right. <laughs> I won't wear out the button this week. So yeah. we, sure? yeah, look, we don't, we, we don't have the human barometer with us, unfortunately. <laughs> However, <laughs> we do have Nathan from Hayes Industries. How are you, mate? I'm good, mate. How are you? Very good. That's good. Thank you for joining us. No worries. Now, not only because you work in the props field with yes. film, yes, not only do you do that, but you actually worked on today's film. I did work on today's film. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. It'd be weird if we just got him in. With no relevance. Just, just he was just walking past. Yeah. No, I don't reckon. Like, just walking, you, you can still get him no, in yeah, and just on. generally talk about was, yeah. the field. So. I was going to say, we're, we've done weirder things. We've so. done. Yeah, yeah. we've got our mum in, dude. Um, <laughs> so that film is a is Jules's request. Um, mm, yes. He's taking us through the circus of time all the way back to 2018. All that way. And we're going to so watch fine. the sci-fi, action-y, thriller mm. upgrade. And at San Diego School of Film, we acknowledge and are grateful to our first storytellers, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, uh, the traditional custodians of the land that we're recording on. So thank you. Jules, hit that booth. Gentlemen, we're history. Oh, oh, geez. Sorry about that. Sorry, Char. That's a weird Char. contribution. It's <laughs> the dust on the landing. It's the uh, <laughs> getting a bit of sickness, travel sickness through the booth. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know. You I don't do. Get you lost. are. You do have that thing, don't you? With a bit of motion sickness. Yeah, I do. I, yeah, I don't like a, yeah, like a, cool. a lot of motion <laughs> <laughs> or sickness. <laughs> yeah. Well. Um. So, 2018, we're doing Upgrade. We have an expert in the booth, Ooh, which is great. Don't, don't go that far. Before we get to you, <laughs> we'll get Nathan, there. though. No, no, really. <laughs> no, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> look, look at your peers in his room. <laughs> <laughs> look, before you, the expert was Al. So, yep, yeah, fair you enough. know, it's a big leap. <laughs> <laughs> hey, come on. But, be- <laughs> look, before, before we get into ripping on Al more, I want to know... What happened in 2018? So I think it's time for <gasps> history with Brad. History with Brad. History with Brad. History with Brad. That was good. Not joining in. Good. No, fair enough. No, no. Oh, next we could have. I don't need that. We could have given the cool extra step. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right, we'll do that next time. Yeah. It's history. I mean, the the person that doesn't exist is asking me questions, and I don't know how to react to that. I think it exists. I am actually just a hologram. Thanks for keeping up the charade, Dave. If you actually take off your headphones, all you can hear from that corner is one zero zero one zero one zero zero one. We'll get to that in a sec. We will get to that in a sec. All right, upgrade two thousand. 18. Spot on, 100 minutes. Nice work. Um, Ooh, wow. Aspect ratio, 2.35 to 1. It's a good aspect ratio. It <laughs> is your favourite, isn't it? That is Let me get favorite, you a t-shirt yeah. made that just says 2.35 to 1. I'd like that. I'd actually like one of those. Yeah. Yeah. This may surprise our listeners, but that's not recorded, that 
couple of lines from Brad and Jules. <laughs> yeah. Like they actually say it every episode. Look, it does seem to be it seems to be the norm for any form of action y sort of thing. Yeah, I think really. it's time to just like bite that bullet and make the t shirts then already. Oh, yeah. 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 Cool. Right. Two point three five to one. <laughs> Excellent. Um, also known as our reprogram in uh, the French part of Canada, but strangely enough called upgrade in France. Um, okay. Nadogradnaya in Serbia. That's what I thought. And Meshudrag in Israel. Sure. And, Good uh, chat. And it was, <laughs> it was called STEM here when we were filming it, and then when it came out, they changed the name to Upgrade, which means we've all got crew shirts with STEM written on them. There's, and there's two separate crew shirts, which now we've got them for a movie that doesn't exist. And it's our running joke every time we work into an effects workshop ah. now. We're like, oh, what movie's that? I've never seen that before. Was it good? <laughs> so so like, maybe, like, maybe we shouldn't go too early on the T-shirts then. Because oh, they might change no, the aspect. It's like the um, uh, Revenge of the Jedi posters. Yes. They're worth oh, a heap yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Hold on to them, Nathan. I'm pretty sure I've got one, to be honest, in black and white. Oh, nice. Wow. So it's a photocopy. Nice. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a photo of it's a photocopy. <laughs> we, we actually had, um, we managed to find them years and years ago, a bunch of um, the original trilogy black and white posters from the cinemas Ooh. when we were, you know, my mum found them in some warehouse sale or something like that. Wow. Anyway, that's a different story altogether. <laughs> History of Brad. History. Yeah. Great segment. History Keep going. That was way more interesting though. <laughs> All right, because 2018 wasn't that far um, ago, I've gone a little bit different. So, 2018, 2018 started on a Monday in the Gregorian <laughs> calendar. <laughs> but 2018 is also 2771 in the Ab Urbu Condita calendar. Wow. 1467 in the Armenian calendar. 2562 in the Buddhist calendar. And this is where it starts getting interesting. 7,526 to 7,527 in the Byzantine calendar. Oh, God. 4,700. <laughs> what, oh, what a year. 4,700. <laughs> this, is, this is awesome. 4,714 4, or 4,654 Fire Rooster 2. 4,715 or 4,655 Earth Dog in the Chinese calendar. Oh, my yeah. God. All right. <laughs> I have no idea what's going on. Oh, it sounds like some of that binary we were talking about. Exactly. <laughs> we'll get to that. 5,778 to 5,779 in Hebrew calendar. <laughs> Price of milk? No, sorry. Um, 30 in the Japanese calendar. Uh, one, <laughs> nice and simple from the Japanese. Exactly. Well, well, done, well done, Japanese. 1514764800215463007999 in the Unix calendar. Oh. oh. 0B11111100010 in the binary calendar. <laughs> nice. Oh, man. Wow. I'm so glad we did binary. <laughs> that, oh, was, no, right. that was the easiest that one for Brad. Yeah, yeah, exactly yeah. Right. But there was a B in there. That threw me. Yeah, the, yeah, the cool part is if you took off yeah. your earphones during that, <laughs> it was the same. <laughs> and I didn't do, the, I didn't do the Oscars because oh. I couldn't be bothered. Okay. All right. Sure. You just do what you need to do over there. Yeah, I go oh, after man. like seriously finding all those different dates. I was kind of done. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, cool. cool. So and literally, I did it pretty much as I was running out the door to get here because I forgot. 
Thanks for that. Thanks for that, Brad. <laughs> hey, look, you, sometimes I've done it while we're actually going through the stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, you've been surprisingly efficient lately. I know. It's been amazing. I, I don't reckon so many numbers have been said on a podcast ever. <laughs> ever. Especially so, in such a short space of time. Hey, yeah, can we talk about Upgrade? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know yeah, there's yeah, someone yeah. else Please. in the room. Right. <laughs> well, I, I think let's, let's just quickly, Nath, could you just run us through what Hades Industries, like what do you do? All right, well, I personally, for Hades Industries, I make a bunch of props uh, for film, TV, short film especially, mm. um, lower budget stuff. And then I also make props for costume and cosplayers and all that sort of thing. Oh. And then I get hired out of my business and outsourced to do uh, props and SFX on big films. So this was one of those ones that I was hired out to yeah. uh, to the SFX department. That's awesome. cool. Mm. And yeah. what's your focus mainly? So let's say we're talking upgrade, right? Yep. What kind of what things do you mainly... I know. Let's just, <laughs> let's just say that you happen <laughs> to work on the movie Upgrade. All right. Yeah, yeah, all right. Yep. What uh, would you have done in said film? All right. So on Upgrade specifically, I was SFS, uh, sorry, SFX Breakaways, which is basically anything that breaks, shatters, smashes, hits somebody over the back of the head. Um, we're, we're basically... I've figured this out. We're the, uh, the duct tape WD-40 conundrum. Nice. All right. So if it does move and shouldn't, and if it doesn't move and should, that's that's basically the SFX breakaways department. Right. So if, it, if it smashes over somebody's head and should break, we have to make a fake version that will break. And if it shouldn't break, we have to make one that doesn't break but won't accidentally smack somebody and knock them out. Right. Uh, as much like as sometimes you'd love to do some that. of these things, you know? Like I'm yeah. sure that's a challenge at times. Uh, yeah, there's lots of there's lots of maths involved, and for somebody that uh, dropped out of maths in year nine, all right, that was that took some getting used to. So, <laughs> so there's hope for all of us, basically. Yeah. <laughs> there is hope for everybody. You look after stuff that breaks, smashes, and people get hit over the head with. Yes. So you're quite busy in this film. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> very busy. And also <laughs> we did a bit of that. <laughs> we did uh, all of the the knife, the knife. Oh, so you're extra busy then. Um, tables, chairs, you know, bits and pieces for everything. Was it around. fun? Oh, it's so much fun. Oh, it sounds like it. Um, you know, <laughs> the other thing too is when you're making stuff for films like this, we have to test it. Mm. So if we've just made a whole bunch of knives or something like that, um, you know, we've got to basically run at them with a, like run at each other with them in the in the workshop and then make sure we don't actually injure each other. Right. Because if we don't injure each other, the stunties won't because they actually know what they're doing, whereas we're like, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of like Nath didn't have to go to hospital today from a stab wound. We've done a good job. We yeah, that's shoot. exactly right. <laughs> we can use this one. He Although, didn't because I'm the one that makes all the knives, I'm usually the one running at everybody else. So it's like, right. oh, he didn't have to go to hospital, but uh, whoops. <laughs> right. Sure. Yeah. Crazy. That sounds so much fun. I know. It like, it's like playing with it toys like all best day, day you know? Oh, yeah, ever. totally. And, you know, like smashing glasses and all that sort of thing. Obviously, on a film, you can't smash a real glass and have somebody walk through it. It's a bad idea. Yep. So we've got, you know, the, the sugar glass ones that they've been using for years. Yep. And now there's uh, there's more of a, a gel sort of glass. So if you ever see somebody on a film walking over a pile of glass that's just smashed, right. for that for us, that's literally like two takes. So you've got the smashable glass one, which is the, the sugar glass, the toffee yep. one. Um, and then we have to get everybody out, sweep the floor, clean it. We usually make props do that. Uh. Um, <laughs> it's like, oh, it's not our department. They can do it. <laughs> yeah, um, it's not broken. Then, no, it's not It's not broken enough for us to do it. <laughs> uh, and then we just like run back in with a pile of the rubber one, throw that on the floor, and then you see them walking through it and then you hear the crunching and all that sort of thing. It's Wait, so the grass, the, sorry, not the grass, the glass that they throw down that they then use in the second take is rubber. Yeah, that's right. right. So it'll still, it still looks like glass. It's still clear. That's yeah, it'll awesome. still snap and break and look like it's got the glass cut to it. Yeah. And we literally just throw piles of it 
on the floor and nobody gets hurt because it feels like jelly under your fingers. Wow. Right. Yeah. That's cool. Sweet. I had no idea that existed. <laughs> no, I know. It's so much fun. That's why we brought it in. St. Neighbors School of Film has actually become a school of <laughs> oh my some God. kind of education. <laughs> <and> learning. <laughs> um, so, so I'm just sorry, Nate, don't want to cut in on yeah, the thing. Yeah, we're just going to bombard you get, with questions. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> getting back onto the film, it, I, I had heard about this film and then it had just slipped from my mind. What made you choose this? Because well, i got to say, well done. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> so I, was, I was just trolling the internet one day on uh, on the old YouTube. Uh, there's a few um, movie kind of review website, uh, sorry, YouTube channels that I pay attention to quite closely because I actually value their opinions. Um, and unlike our opinions. Um, but <laughs> You're kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> but, but no, no, no. So, so there's a YouTube channel called Sinfix and uh, they put – they picked it as like their top sci-fi of 2018. I'd never heard of it. And um, and I chucked it on. I was like, all right, I'll give it a go. Chucked it on. And then, you know, all of a sudden I realized that it's shot in Melbourne as well. Or Melbourne and Gold I Coast. I, it took me a while to pick that. Yeah, yeah. You know, like scenes. Really? I'm like, yeah, well, I just put the helicopter shot. And I'm going, oh, there's another town. It's got a bridge like the Balti. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? It was the Balti that got me as and I went, well. Yeah, I'm like, on. look at that. It's that like a Balti bridge. Yeah. Isn't that cute? <laughs> so, um, and, you know, I was watching it. And first, first you know, like. 10, 15 minutes, I'm like, ah, oh, this might be really cheesy, but I'm going to enjoy it anyway. And then, and, you know, like obviously as the movie progresses and, you know, obviously there's a spoiler alert here, you know, which we always do, but, you know, as he gets his upgrades and he starts, you know, using his abilities, the movie just blows you away. You're just like, this is unbelievable, you know, yeah, like this is so cool. cool. Like what an awesome film, cool concept, like really cool new ways of doing things, I reckon. So. It, I read a review and I, I haven't checked the budget, I'll check in, in a sec, but it said... Cheap thriller done right. Oh, so right. Oh, so right. Yep, absolutely. I just liken it to like a movie length Black Mirror, basically. Like the same (laughs) kind of like consequences of technology. technology. Hmm. Yeah, it's got that vibe, doesn't it? It's really got that vibe, I reckon. Like it could easily slot into that. Well, you know, like as I was watching it, um, you know, I kind of got that feeling and especially towards the end I'm kind of like wow oh, this reminds me a lot of um, 2001 Space Odyssey obviously very different films but that idea of the technology taking over from the humans like mm. you know obviously for, for different reasons but uh, it just kind of kept bringing me back to that um, I can't remember what it's called in what the robots called in 2001 but Hal Hal, Hal that's the one yeah so it kind of had that 9, vibe 000. to it yeah Hell, 9, Hell, yeah, 9, Hell 9000 yeah that's on my I guess the other list Guess Which the other eight thousand nine hundred ninety nine weren't that good. Hell is, no, hell is they're still working still out their bugs. Before, you know? yeah. Still should have worked yeah. out the kinks. Hell is all the letters before IBM. H A L. Specifically, oh. that's why it's called Hell. Oh, oh. Nice. wow! Isn't that this is, we're just throwing all kinds of education out there today, isn't it? Um, I find yeah. we were talking about we were talking about you know the Balti Bridge and stuff. I find films that are shot in Melbourne. Like bigger films like this, quite distracting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, absolutely, I, you know, completely like, agree. Does it take the? Does it take it away a bit from the film? Like you it, just sit there well, going, "Oh, it's Melbourne." Gross. Well, I knew this one was shot here. Yeah. Like you know, I know. I, I was expecting that coming, so it wasn't a huge surprise. Like same thing with um, Ghost Rider, and I find it quite distracting. I don't know how the people that live in like Atlanta and Toronto go to watch movies because it would be super annoying. Like it's, you know, there's, I think there's a difference between cities that are portrayed as like Joe average city, like this one was, and as opposed to it being set in, you know, New York or San Francisco or, Mm. you know, where you know you're in a specific city, but the Joe average city, which, which Atlanta and Toronto get a lot, 
because of their tax breaks. Yeah, a lot of stuff shot there. Right. Um, yeah. So yeah, it was like I, I kind of I found it. I know what you mean. Slightly by the distraction. I spent a lot of time kind of sitting there trying to figure out locations. Like I feel like I've travelled around the city a lot. Like I've explored the back streets and stuff just from pure boredom, to be honest. And there was a couple of times where I was like, oh, 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 I know that road, that's Salmon Street in Port Melbourne. You know? <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, yeah legit. <laughs> like I'm, I'm, like I'm sure. I don't know if you would be able to. Uh, say that's right or wrong, yeah. but I feel like there is a yeah. shot in Salmon I'm, Street. I'm fairly sure that you are correct on that oh one. My yeah, God. and, and uh, <laughs> you know what? Even even the, the there's a scene that's filmed on the very end of the Hume Freeway where it meets up with with uh, the Western Ring Road, and the, the thing that gave it away so like for around me, Campbellfield and was it the sound barriers? So? No, it wasn't the sound barriers. It was the bushes. Legitimately, right? I was watching it. You've been on that road too much. I've been on in that a road truck a lot, by right? yourself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Legitimately, like, like I saw the bushes. I'm like, oh, that looks familiar. That looks like the the start of the Hume Freeway. And then all of a sudden, boom! The sound barriers, the big the big lights and all that. I'm like, oh my god, I was right. I was so excited. You know, like, I'm like, can't believe I got that. I had to be with the Bolty. Sort of had, had washed my mind, and I sort of, as I said, I just oh, this town's got you know a bridge like the Bolty. Yeah. When the when the bad guys turned up to. Um, to kill them, so to speak, oh, yeah. or the setup sort of thing. I noticed that the bad guys drove like a like an old statesman, and I just <laughs> oh, because yeah. they, and they tried to hide it with like the dust and the smoke, and I saw the headlights and I went, eh, "It's Commodore." Ah. <laughs> Commodore mate, yeah. Apparently, my nephew was telling me that that uh, the cop cars are like just FG Falcons. They're Falcons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, yep. I'm like, I didn't even spot it. Like, I didn't yep. spot it at all. I was like, yeah. oh, like I own one of those cars, <laughs> and I didn't spot it. You know, like. And see, one of the so. other things was what was really interesting is that uh, part of it. On the last night of filming, I was actually on set for the last two nights of filming. They were done at um, Circus Oz in where is hey, it? Collingwood. Collingwood. And Al, you were working there during the day, and then you Far pretty out. much rolled out like an hour out before us. I oh, wait, we rolled you out. couldn't pick up the phone, mate. Yeah, you should hang around. <laughs> Remember, I actually sent you a text to go. Oh, are you still over there today? And oh, like, yeah. yeah. And I was just like, I, I was like, I can't. I don't know if I'm allowed to say anything yeah, about this. Yeah. So I'll just subtly check to see if he's there. Maybe I'll swing by and say hello if he's in there. <laughs> yeah. And you would have wrapped out before we wrapped Son in. Of a uh, bitch. You guys were high fiving as you know, one going out the door. I was too busy <laughs> painting. Yeah, no. Hey, can I just ask you? So, as you you refer to it as wrapping in and wrapping out yes see i work in live production and we refer to bump in and bump out i've never heard it as so it's 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 the same thing it just depends on who you're working with as to what they call it ah right yeah so uh, most of most of the guys that i've worked with before are always bump in bump out yep but uh yeah on this particular one the guy that i was working with is like oh we're wrapping in today and we're wrapping out i'm like right tim and i call it turning up and leaving yeah Yeah, look that's that's fair you don't have to wrap anything you're just like now i'm going i'm curious al what do you call it i would have said it was bump in and bump out bump in bump out. would it be bump in like at the start of the period and then wrapping in and out during the week and then you bump out at the end well I mean if you've got Come some on. fly beats you can rap whenever you like yeah but like <laughs> this is the thing like the, the only the only uh, film experience I had was all in one location like I didn't do location yeah. shooting it was all sets and yeah. oh, you yeah. know so you're in a, it's it's literally like it's pull that set down and, yeah, yeah pull that set out you, you know you turn up to work you leave at the end of the day every yeah. time I go past that Sometimes. place I always go eh. see whereas because, <laughs> because I'm usually in a workshop and I don't see much of that I go to the, the sound studios and I'll see all of the sets that they've built and I'm like holy crap they've been working <laughs> yeah, but yeah. they've been putting in they've some actually effort done some work but they feed you a lot though oh my god that's one thing they about really like working with television the is there's always a guy that he kind of just follows you he's like want a coffee want some food <laughs> and I'm like dude man like go away I can't eat anymore yeah. I can't 
like well, take any more. I'm on another <laughs> another gig at the moment, and it's literally like we ro- we walked in seven o'clock. They're like, right, you've got breakfast for two hours is available over there. Don't go for the whole two hours, but it's over there. About an hour after that, they're bringing around like you know banana bread and stuff. Oh, it's yeah, still early food. in the morning. Two hours after that, there's like trays of sandwiches coming out, oh, wow. and then you still then go out for lunch and you get your lunch, which is like you know. 14 different bain-maries of different things. <laughs> yeah. And then you're just sort of like, all right, that's good. I'm done now. And then they'll go bring around coffees and yeah. like cakes and stuff it's at the end like, of the day. Like, what how do these doing? actors stay, stay so skinny then? I don't the know. Act, I, I don't know how it works for the actors, but I can tell you right now, the crew do not. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm, no. I'm pretty sure that in the course of Upgrade, I think I managed to stack on like six or seven kilo Whoa. during the course of Upgrade. Oh, and I wasn't effort. on it the whole time. <laughs> it's pretty full on. That you was just the most that one day on set, mate. Oh, it probably was. <laughs> all right, so... Really quickly, I'm curious to know uh, what would be a specific scene that we would have seen some of your handiwork. Uh, like, I'm sure you've well, got a lot of do, small do things. You to you sound like a, a professional interviewer. Yeah, yeah. Like you had that one loaded, ready to go. Oh, do, nice. do you want? Do you want me to ruin it? It's our new mixing bit? decks, boys. Because I mean, it's going <laughs> to sure, go for it. Right. The, the magic so of movies has the been wrecked many times. Been oh, yeah. <laughs> Lovely. All right, good. So, all right, the first scene where this kind of ramps up is basically the fight. One of the fights that happens in one of the houses, and it's. Gray, who was that house mate? actually in Craggy Burn? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it totally was. Like you know, it looks like a Craggy Burn house because it was a Craggy Burn. It, house. And, and well, it, it was. looks like a duck. Smells. There like was a, a couch on the veranda, wasn't there? Uh, no, but only because they removed it before we started. Yes, <laughs> sweet. Yeah, excellent. Hey, um, don't move my bonk couch, man. <laughs> <laughs> just, just while we're filming. Yeah, exactly. We'll just, just put, put it put over it, here. We'll just, we'll just put it in the backyard. They don't film in the backyard. It's fine. Nobody will know. Someone's like coaching them out with cookies. Come on. Yeah. So that that fight, it kind of that's the film. Uh, sorry, that point in the film where the whole thing sort of flips on its head the first time around. Yeah. Which it's the first time that Gray kind of has to really mesh in with STEM, who is uh, the computer the computer advancement that he's basically had put in his spine. Yeah. So we're going we're gonna to have to step back for this. So basically, Gray gets in an accident, can't walk, is quadriplegic. He gets, he gets shot in the neck. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you know, it's not very accidental. Don't stress about spoilers, man. Like, all right, yeah, cool. in, well, in true Sandemus fashion, we right. just like to jump. To we the go there. Yeah, yeah. If you yeah. haven't seen it, yeah. there is there is a car accident in in air quotes. Uh, it's not really an accident. The whole thing's set up. We don't find that out till later. Uh, he gets shot in the neck. Becomes a quadriplegic by a dude with a gun in his arm. By a dude with a gun yes. in his arm. So cool. They load his bicep. They load his bicep oh with bullets. Oh my god, that's so cool. Yeah, and <laughs> let me tell you right now, the prosthetic for that was really impressive. Oh really? I'm sure yeah. it was. So it was, you know, basically a couple of different points on an arm. Yeah, which I think was basically in the bicep, which is the loading port. Oh. Then there was, I think, um, another little piece that sort of sat around the wrist area, and then there were a whole bunch of little dots. And lines cut into the hand, oh. which is basically, you know, the um, the barrel, all the ejection ports, and yeah. some little vents and all that sort of thing for it. Um, really impressive prosthetic. And there was a scene where they basically rip his arm open, and you can see it. And they do it as a um, a cutaway for you know they're like, what 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 is this? We've never seen this. No, that's yeah. surgery. Very yeah, that's right. Very reverse Luke Skywalker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, oh, we've there must to, have been a lot what, of flexing my guns jokes going around, you know? totally, <laughs> yeah. But you flex your gun, it goes off. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I like that it feels like kind of an escalation from that um Henry Cavill scene in uh 
the new Mission Impossible where he cocks his arms before yeah. he starts punching on. On this one, you quite literally have yeah, to Yeah, exactly. And then the you bicep. see him uh, cock it. Yeah. yeah, i got no idea what you're talking about. Uh, <laughs> <check it out. laughs> Come it on, out. it was a meme right. for ages. Sorry, you were saying about your, the scene that you were heavily yeah, involved. So this is, this is kind of like the scene where everything <laughs> in ramps our meth up. Den. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's the kind of the scene where it ramps up. So basically... He's raiding this dude's house because he knows he's got something to do with the accident and his mm. wife's death. Yep. Um, and basically gets caught out. The guy that owns the place is coming home and he's just like, well, he's killed my wife. So he's going to have no problem trying to kill me when I'm in his house. Yeah. Um, and, you know, so he's basically has these conversations with the computer program in his head that's been put there that allows him to walk again, uh, which is STEM. So computer chip to help him walk and everything and function. Um, but basically STEM goes, you know, you need to watch out. This guy's coming. I can help give me control of your body. I mean, well, I mean, even before that, I love the bit where he's like hiding in the corner and then STEM's talking to him going, okay, now. Yeah. And he's like, what are you talking about? He's like, now, now is your opportunity. He's like, what are you talking about? I can't fight yeah. this guy. And mm, STEM's like, right. come on, dude, get it this was, guy. It was very, yeah. it's very reminiscent in that way of the matrix when, you know, Morpheus is obviously, outside the program and he's watching him going, you need to run to this desk now. You need oh, to do that yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, very because much so. Because he knows what's happening. He knows the way around it. And STEM is obviously the same. And it's a, little a logic bit of, engine. Uh, a little bit of venom. A little bit of venom in there too. Yeah. yeah. Especially the talking inside his head. I, thing. I really Although at least STEM's not calling him an idiot the whole time. And yeah, then calling point. him a loser but saying, hey, but I'm the same loser. Yeah. I'm just from a different planet. <laughs> um, I, I enjoy that moment when he started talking. Like it felt, it was, it was feeling like sort of straightforward until then, and then he started talking. I'm like, oh yeah, cool. That's a I like that. All right, I'm I'm totally on board. And- yeah. Well, because it adds a whole extra bit. Because if he's just got these powers that he can control himself, then you're like, oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's and the, then- the simple way that they get you to just take it on board. Uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of like it's like it's like that. I keep going back to that um, to the Batman thing where he goes in and goes, oh, how come I've got all this stuff? It's like you're a billionaire with military contracts. Done. End of story. Yeah, yeah. Or from then on, anything <laughs> yeah, like, that he's got totally is just was done. completely totally, yeah. justified. Like, yeah, we can sentence. do that, Batman. And <laughs> if they did it in this as well, where you just go, "Cool, yeah, right, done." Yeah, I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm on board. Yeah. Yep. Except yeah. the bat pod, right, Al? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I got real problems with the bat pod. The bat pod. Yeah, because up and look, I will because every moment up until that, it was all like you know military contract. Mm-hmm. You know, they explain everything. The tumbler was a bridging device that didn't really yeah, work. And, blah, the blah. Suit and-, and all of a sudden this bloody motorbike that has no purpose comes out of this tank and I'm like, hang on a minute. What and then does like these stupid flips on oh, the walls. Oh, flips. flips. Oh. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, anyway. Physics took a break that day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so look. This is what we do. That's all good. So, all right, in this scene, basically, Stem sort of goes, give me the option, let me take over, I'll get us out of this problem. And that's when sort of the shift happens. So basically, up until that point, it's been kind of your, your standard camera work, your standard sort of mm. acting. Um, <laughs> slight cringe. Um, yeah. But... It's sort of, you just, it takes over in a different way and all of a sudden you're very much aware of the fact that it's no longer grey in control, it's then stem in control. Yeah, yeah, um, it's a real the shift the in, the, in the cinematography. Yeah. It's really nice. And mm. and also the logic of, of grey's movements change. Like he's, he's very much like everything is, there, there's no wasted energy or momentum or movement. It's all used in the correct way. Yeah. One thing leads to, you know, one action leads to the next action leads to the next action rather than, oh, let me just process this for two seconds. Yeah. Um, and so in that in that fight scene, 
you know, he goes, he throws, uh, I think it's Cirque at that point is the bad guy in this case. And he throws him through the table. Um, and then they well, sort yeah, of... Yeah, because it's like touchscreen table, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so throws him through the table. Then it goes into the um, into the kitchen. They're fighting in the kitchen. They pull out some knives. And then Cirque ends up with a knife straight through the mouth. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah that's cool. That was when that was the scene realized. I just went, all right, we're in. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the scene <laughs> where everybody realised that, oh, this is not what we <laughs> thought. And they yeah. Yeah. beers, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's Because yeah. it's kind of like you're like... Yeah, the fight scene starts and you're kind of like, oh, this is really cool, yeah. And then the knife through the mouth, and you're like, holy shit, it just went next level, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's exactly like, oh right. my God, I yeah, didn't realise yeah, yeah. that, that was what was going on. I was, I was not expecting that. No. And it's great because, because uh, great, can, can I just say, Grey Trace, what a name. Oh, yeah, <laughs> what great a character name. Trace. Yeah, but he's in the same boat as us. Like, he's the yeah, audience yeah. as and well. And that's the good part. That's where, yeah, and that's where he's, it keeps it there. He's, he's his full shot. reaction is like, whoa, hang on, what's, what's going on? <laughs> he can't just do that. Like, it's like, yeah. come on, dude, just stay down, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, because th- this is the thing, you know, um, Stem is controlling his body and his actions, but he's still very much in control of his mind. Yeah. And therefore, he's feeling the remorse for things that are going on. He's feeling his confusion at the fact that his body is doing these things without his, basically his say-so. Yeah. Um, and I think also... Uh, the level of violence coming from his body. He's just like, I didn't even know people were capable of this, yeah. let alone me being capable of it. Yeah. So, so I'm guessing you had something to do with those knives. I did. Excellent. So that, <laughs> the, there was a couple of different knives for that scene. Uh, there's a little one that gets stabbed into the shoulder. Hello. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> so there's, there's a little kitchen knife I that just gets had stabbed an idea. into the shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> and basically that's that's all us. So it's... Um, it's a matter of the SFX Breakaways team working together with uh, the props team, working together with um, the makeup team. So this is like a, a full team effort for mm-hmm. us. So props goes and gets the knives that they're going to use for real. They bring them to us. We make them soft versions. We send those to um, the makeup department. They make the prosthetics and all that sort of thing. And then we get we all sort of have to work in together to make it how are we going to make this work in a scene for a shot. So for this one... In particular, the knife goes basically into his shoulder and a lot of the time in film, uh, what would happen is you'd basically just, you'd have a handle of a knife and nothing else and they'd basically just like walk up to the dude, stab him with just the blunt handle and then just take it away and that they'd CGI the the blade in later. Oh, yeah. Um, With with this, they didn't really want to do that and I think... um, So they actually stabbed him. (laughs) <laughs> that guy's actually I, I suggest that it's so, so, so cost effective <laughs> yeah. he can't use that arm right now <laughs> just don't ask him just don't don't also don't throw, try to throw him a beer he can't lift his arm to catch anymore. <laughs> it's really upsetting to watch but a little bit funny at the same time um, yeah so basically you know for us we had to sort of sit there and go how do we make this safe enough for an actor to do with us still being able to have it in a shot so we didn't want it as a you know you push the handle against it and then you have to take it away because you lose a lot of the effect. Because yeah. then this guy is having to fight wounded. Um, whereas if it's still in there, you've still got the the visual, holy crap. Well, that's still it. So many forward. movies, you know, like, you know, you see someone get injured, but because there's, you don't have that visual you know, anchor, yeah. you forget about the wound and often, you know, like 
you know, three seconds later, you know, they're throwing punches like <laughs> nothing St- happened. Starship Troopers! <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Thank totally. you. Totally. 100%, right? And I, I really like that because you're like, you can see the knife in him and it's moving around with him. You're like, okay, that, that guy's got a knife in his shoulder. That's He's right. going to be pretty... Uh... Well, Starship Troopers Carmen gets like a full oh, bug yeah. and she gets thing through her arm. Through her and at the shoulder. end, she's walking like arm in arm with people like, yeah. She's just oh, got a man. bit of blood and slime on her. Yeah, no, like, oh, not Carmen. really. Oh, yeah. man. So in this, it, it, came down to, uh, it came down to us. Like, we figured out if we make the knife and just a little bit of blade and then we get um, a magnet in the end of the blade, then we can have a metal plate uh, underneath the prosthetic. Man, the magnet cool. stays attached to him. So as he's moving Beautiful. around, those those little rare earth magnets yes. and oh, powerful yeah, enough magnets. to do it. Oh, yeah. I love magnets, them. Man. Yeah. And so, so we've amazing. just used that and they've got, you know, so then the actor's able to walk around the set with, or you know, keep fighting yeah. with the knife still sticking out of him. It's not wobbling around. It's not moving. So did it, did it come off at all? Like, was it just a one take? That, like, obviously no, we, there might be more a, takes. We did a couple of takes. So yeah. basically, um, yeah, it stayed on because we used a lot of magnets. Yeah. <laughs> it, stayed, it stayed well enough on that it was yeah. like it was stuck there. And I yeah. think in the end, when they went to remove it, it actually pulled the prosthetic off with it. Oh, because no. you don't want to be the department that holds everybody up. Well, that's exactly like, right. Like you put enough magnets in there that you know it's going to hold. Yeah. So and, you don't want to be like, And this Who? is the other thing. Yeah. When it comes to, you know, because I build props and stuff for costumers and cosplayers and all that sort of thing. And a lot of the time you'll have like three months for a single build or something. And they're like, oh, I don't need it. Just do it whenever you can and all that sort of thing, which... Is actually really terrible. Man, yeah. I got to get those jobs. All uh, mine are like. I have to do it all in the last. The, the day. more time you think you've got, the more time you're like, oh, I can just leave that for a little yeah, while. Never yeah. do that. It's a bad idea. A lot of yeah. mine are like, um, oh, I got this photo shoot next week. I'm like, oh, come on, man. <laughs> yeah, oh, give me. I, a bit of time. I have that at the moment. Somebody's yeah. like, oh, we need like a full room outfitted for like a, a torture room. <laughs> yeah, yeah cool. No worries. Um, yeah, so we're filming next Saturday. Uh, <laughs> no, you're not. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> not with the torture room, you know. No, you're not. <laughs> not with my one, anyway. <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, so, uh, yeah, lots of lots of little bits and pieces, and then obviously the big gag in this is the knife through the mouth, and it oh. quite literally it's a big old like kitchen knife. Gag's an in- interesting word for it. Yeah, oh, gag. Look, that's that's what that's what we got. Look, there's there's some, there's some worse ones coming on the project that I'm on at the moment, but oh, I will really? get to that another day. Cool. Um, <laughs> So there is a, a big old kitchen knife, big silver thing um, that basically, you know, um, Gray pushes the guy down on the floor, grabs him by, grabs the knife by the tip of the blade and the handle and pulls it back straight into oh. his mouth. And it sort of, you know, Cuts gives him the Joker smile. Way up into his jaw. And, oh, Joker smile fairly far back in there too. It's so brutal. It's brutal as. And that was that was a combination of us in the makeup department. So, yeah, yeah. And that goes through again a couple of couple of different iterations. So you've got us with the knife, um, which is obviously soft fake version. They must got- have paid this guy a lot. He's been stabbed in the back, and now he's, <laughs> yeah. he's like the Joker smile. He's, like, he's never recovering. He's, exactly he's right. very unhappy with this. Do you ever have, have situations where you like you know you you're throwing blood on the ground just to see? Oh yes, I like that effect of that blood, and oh this blood catches there's, the light a little bit there's, better. There's a couple of tricks <laughs> like, to that too. So yeah. we do we spend. I think, you know, we spent about four days just picking the right colours for blood. Right. Because you've got old blood, you've got fresh blood, you've got, you know, dried up blood that's been sitting there for two weeks and nobody's seen it. You've got different spray patterns. Like, don't ever go through somebody that's in special effects as, you know, 
history on their phone. All right. You're going to find <laughs> all sorts of messed oh, up things. Like no. mine, if I was to ever be arrested, my mine would just be like somebody would be thinking I'm a terrorist because like ninety percent of mine is guns, and then five <laughs> oh, percent knives Corpses. and five percent blood effects. <laughs> oh no. Um, so I was doing some uh, blood splatter stuff on the weekend and got it all over my feet while I was just working in the shop. Yeah. And uh, I was back inside later and my kids are like, Dad, what's with your feet? And I'm like, oh, it's just paint, guys. It's okay. I'm yeah. all right. It's just paint because, yeah, it just went everywhere. God. Yeah. Whoops. So uh, it's uh, it's an interesting one. So, again, yeah. the other thing too that we do a lot now is blood, fake blood, it stains. They have a no-stain version. It just means it stains less. Ah, right. Um, so if you're ever working on you know, sets with white tiles or wood floors or anything like that, it's a nightmare because the, you, you can't get rid of it. They say it's no stain. They will, it, it, you're screwed from that point. So your, your phone history is guns, dead bodies, <laughs> blood, removal. blood removal. Yes, <laughs> yes it is. <laughs> and, you know, you're um, already on a watch list. <laughs> I am on so many watch lists, it's not funny. Um, I'm putting you on one. But I, I just, I, I make it worse for myself because on this gig we had a couple of the dead bodies, obviously, to take to and from set because I had to pick them up from makeup. Oh, that's amazing. And, you know, most people would be like, oh, I'll just stuff them in the boot. Not me. I, I buckled them into the front seat next to me <laughs> and the, the one behind me. So the guy in the front oh, seat, his, no. his face is wrapped up in, like in glad wrap. Oh, my God. His like, <laughs> tongue's hanging out the side of his mouth. And he's literally leaning up against the window of my passenger oh my side of my car and I'm just driving down the street. Please, please tell me you have a photo of that. I do. Oh, yes. my God. That's I totally so good. That's awesome. Um, and, yeah, so that's the sort of things that we transport and, like, you know, Amazing. going to Bunnings. My Bunnings trips are always interesting. On that gag, I'm just, uh, sorry, on that gig, I'm just sort of like, um, so I need a really big wheelbarrow. And they're like, oh, yeah, so how big do you need? And I was like, enough to carry three bodies to set. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what? I said, all right, let me rephrase. Because again, oh, it's man. one of those things when you do it all the time, you <laughs> I don't have think about it. Yeah. No, no, yeah. no, you don't think about it. You're like, oh, I've done that before. It's so good. They're just like, uh, let me just, oh, let three me bodies. Yeah, they're like pressing else. a panic button. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally. Then you get the old school Bunnings going and goes, yeah, mate, no worries, they're over there. Yeah. <laughs> you, need some, you need some lime yeah. as well. Or, yeah, yeah. well just like, well, we've got to carry three bodies in a quarry bags. down to the set. Yeah. The set is like, you know, half a K away. We don't want it to be too heavy for the person that's got to carry them, but it's literally got to get those three bodies there and three bodies back. <laughs> mate, oh, for an extra 20 yeah, bucks, right. we'll get you the five body barrow. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no worries, mate. If only. On a, on a well, top we've got a special today. <laughs> where they were, uh, on a, some Top Gear episode where they were funny, testing family specials, cars yeah. or something and Jeremy, they had to like go to the hardware store and pick up some stuff and Jeremy Clarkson gets like a metre of rope, some duct tape, an axe and a bag of lime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, that's, that's, that's kind oh, of my man. sort of shopping list whenever I'm at Bunnings now. And oh, I, I think gold. even they have me on a watch list. That's got, that's got to set oh. off some form of warning. <laughs> Surely. Surely an email oh. sent or something. <laughs> I really want to ask a quick question here. You may know the answer to this. You might not. Mm-hmm. There's a character in the movie yeah. called Jeff. Yeah. Who's Jeff? Who's Jeff? We don't know who Jeff is. <laughs> I don't know who Jeff is. Timmy, if you can pull up the IMDb. Yeah, I can't There's, even remember this. We jumped thing. on IMDb earlier before before we started so, recording it, and it's Jeff. Played by Steve Danielson. Jeff Handley. 
Jeff Handley. Who's is there Jeff a character Handley? in this? Got a surname because Jeff Handley. The yeah. only person we could think he might be is one of like the henchmen. You know, one of the. I, I'm guys. guessing that that must be it. I'm going to look this up. Maybe now he's too. one of the dudes in the elevator that gets shot. Or there's the woman and that guy in like the elevator. Like if, if you're on IMDb, he's the third character along. Yeah. So he's there. Right. You don't have to scroll endlessly. Yeah. He's all of a sudden Jeff pops oh, up. He's right got on. a third position on the old. On he the, does. Podium there? No, I uh, I do not. I do not remember him at all. Interesting. I can tell you that right now. I I, we have a theory that he was one of the gang members as part of the car crash slash maybe making of stem now thing. The other interesting thing, just because we brought up the elevator scene. Oh yeah. That was supposed to be a little bit more elaborate. So those guys were supposed to have flick buttons. Now, as as I said earlier. Um, we kind of have to test those things and we have to film them for posterity to send a set to make sure, yeah, these are all good, these are safe. Yeah. Uh, I can tell you right now that the two dudes that were working, well, there was there was four of us in my department. The other Two of the guys have picked these up and they're like, yeah, we're going to have this fight with them and we're going to test it. In the time that it took for me to pull my phone out of my pocket, press record, they had <laughs> slapped each other with them and one of them was sitting there holding his hand, shaking it, going, oh, shit. Oh, uh, man. We're not using those. So, um, yeah, that, that happens. And, uh, like, quite literally within 20 seconds. And all that had happened, and it wasn't any, they hadn't even started their fight yet. One of them had just done, like, this little test flick, had flicked it into the other guy's hand who just picked up the other baton. Oh. So he's dropped the second baton and he's sitting there, like, holding his hand. It's turning red as we speak. And we're so like, if, yeah, whoops. So if you do the test and the baton literally hurts someone and you say, okay, we're not doing batons, you've obviously got to relay that to the director and say, hey, Batons yeah, aren't going to no, work. We, we don't get, we don't get to do or? that. No. So basically, if if we have to sit there and go, oh, we can't use those, we have to come up with a better option for right. making them. Uh, as to why that one got cut, I think it was probably just we don't need it. We're going to just shoot them from the roof. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, it, it kind of shows like the superiority of Fisk of yes. that character and how kind of upgraded he is. Yes. You know, like so. Were you told? don't worry about the batons before you came up with a solution or did you work through that to come up with a solution then it was cut later? It's kind of a rolling thing. So I think for that particular gag, we basically had, um, I think we'd made like three or four of the batons that weren't safe. We'd done another couple of tests of some other ones. I think we were two or three more generations on beyond that. Mm. Um, And then, yeah, they sort of said to us, oh, no, they've cut that. You don't need to worry. But of course, they will have known that they've cut it for a week and then they tell us and they're like, oh, didn't you know that you don't have to do that now? It's like... Uh Oh, cool. We've just spent another nice. week on this. Thanks, guys. That's yeah. exactly what we wanted. No worries. <laughs> yeah. There was a, there was a, but just talking story for a tick. Oh, yeah. We should probably talk about the story. I, like <laughs> I really liked uh, when he, you know, when, uh, uh, what's the, what's the, anyway. Stem. <laughs> you got strong. When Stem's wrong. getting shut down. Yes. And he's like, you've got to get to the hacker. Jamie. Jamie. And he's like, and so his legs starts to go. Can we all see that, or is it yeah, just no, me? That's no, 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 good. I wonder it's if my that phone ringing. I'm sorry. Through the recording. <laughs> um, but he says he starts using. He starts saying our leg, as opposed to my leg, or like, like Gray starts talking about him and Stem. As a cooperative unit, yes. I really uh, like that shift. Yeah, he sort of accepted that. See, he is can't he, do it without STEM. Is he accepting it, or is that STEM starting to take over the mind as well? Oh, maybe. Well, like, is that STEM needs to be physically transplanted into someone? So if STEM gets shut down, 
then like this is stem survival. This mode. yeah, he needs Gray as much as well. Gray kind of needs him, yeah. so to speak. Yeah, it's a similar to, relationship. Yeah. That he says yeah, it's that, that, yeah. that realization, like, yeah. so, and that's when he starts saying. Uh, I think that's when yeah they. He starts to go well, us. Yeah, because at one yeah. point, Stem says, "Remember, you're a quadriplegic. Like, yeah, I can take do, that away. Like yeah, that. you can't do this without me. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I really like that. It was just really subtle, just slipped in there. I'm like, that's a really nice piece of development mm. for, yeah. for Gray. Mm. So the the writing is quite good for because realistically, it's it's a sci fi film. It's hard to sort of break a mold and come up with some new stuff. Mm. So even this concept is kind of it's kind of been done before. We've already mentioned a couple of films that are sort of similar-ish esque, mm. but the writing on this is what takes it away from the actual. I think the writing is good, so it takes it to that next level yeah. of good story with something that's possibly been done before. Or, or you, an upgraded familiar. level, if you will. Oh, oh, I see what you did there. Um, <laughs> and, and going back to, to Lee Winnell's films, it seems to be always about that it's really well written mm. Um, mm. versus the the basis of what the movie's about. It's the writing and the story that carries the thing. And this is a definitely one of them where... I think the other thing that he does really well is his camera work. He sort of... You know, there's there's set things that you do in horror films. There's set things that you do in sci-fi films as yeah. far yeah. as camera work goes. And I think he sort of plays on that but then adds other elements to it. And yeah. this film is no exception to that because, as as we were talking before, when um, Grey uh, lets Stem take over, the camera movements and Grey's movements both become... A bit more robotic. Bo- yes. More robotic. Yeah. And it's actually a different kind of camera setup that they've done. So basically mm. they've that got... That's the iPhone. That's the iPhone, iPhone. Yeah, so what happens is there's, there's an iPhone which tells the camera what to do and what to track. So wow. they can basically you know, have it like this and then they all of a sudden flip it from horizontal to vertical. So is that fight scene where he's fighting Fisk at the end, there's some really awesome camera yes. angle shots. And all, so of that's that, that. The, all of those oh, static sweet. movements yeah, that, that cool. happen really, really fast like yeah. uh, with this new camera. And... Um, you know, that in itself is this whole new thing we've never seen before, mm. or at least I can't think of any other movies where I've seen anything no. quite that I know static. Jules is a, a massive hater of shaky cam. Mm. I hate shaky cam. But was this, was this okay with you? Because I really Loved liked it. this. Yeah, Loved yeah, it. Yeah, me too. But again, this like I think we've talked about this previously, but it's the, it's the use of cinematography as part of the storytelling. It's yeah. not yeah. just like we'll put shaky cam in for, you know, to distract or to fudge a couple of things. It's like using the camera in this way assists in the narrative. Yeah. Like yeah, that's where it's really juicy. That's where it's really effective. And yeah, it's uh, like when Stem's in control, each one of those movements of the camera is like a distinct motion of, of well, Grey and Stem. You know, like every shot, every movement kind of has a purpose to what's happening, you know, on the screen at the time. Yeah. So And uh, Shaky Cam is actually technically called Steady Cam and it's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was basically originally done because they wanted to do tracking shots and all that sort of thing yeah. where you couldn't necessarily get a rig and you wanted to make it feel like people are walking so you have somebody walking with the camera oh, yeah. and it was originally like a metal pole attached to a weight at the bottom so yeah. the weight would keep it steady-ish Ish. called a steady cam. Yeah. Um, it sucks a lot of people yeah. overuse it and, and you've got things like Blair Witch Project that use just that and it's terrible yeah it's pretty there's rough. some scenes in this so especially when he first gets stem inserted and he comes back into his house and so the camera's tracking normally and it's all great and it just looks like it's a normal you know just camera shot but then there's a bit where and it's in the same scene where he goes to walk down the stairs and all of a sudden it's like it locks into this cage that he's wearing and it actually walks down the stairs yes. with him but then it goes back to 
this normal fluidy sort of camera mm. shot again. Yeah. And it's I was that was really cool. I watched that a couple of times. Because it almost to... drops you into like a video game feel for that. Yeah, first player yeah. second. Absolutely. Yeah, it yeah. was cool. It was really well done. I liked yeah. it. But you didn't realise it it was actually something that was I don't know if it was actually attached to him or not. Until he actually walked down the stairs and then went clunk, clunk, clunk. Yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And they did that a few times with the sort of having it on him, especially towards the end. Yeah. Uh, well, when he does like the, you know, gets knocked down, then he does like the vertical slide straight up. You're oh, like, yeah. Whoa, shit. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Do you yeah. know, were you on set for any of those? What's the rig involved with that? Yeah. So that um, that last one in the bathroom, um, which is sort of, I think it's about the midway point of the film. Love but that, that was scene. literally filmed the last night. Yeah, right. um, and we'll get to the other part. Is that the bit where he goes to the bar? That's fun. Yes. Yeah. Does that bar exist? No. Damn. No, that's no, a shame. Looks like I feel like you'd fit it in does. really yeah. well there, bro. Yeah. 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 Good looking <laughs> bar. I'd be the dude that's sitting next to him that sort of just grabs his drink and moves away. That'd be me. Yeah. 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 So, so in that scene, Shit's basically, we had, um, you know, we had him basically just out of shot, sort of, you know, leaning back, doing a little bit of the, the Matrix sort of thing. Yeah. You know, I can dodge bullets. On, on that back angle, and then he sort of came up. But then what they did when they wanted to get the full shot is they actually, I think, had somebody under him with a board, and they pushed the board up. Oh, awesome. as, okay. yeah, yeah, And then yeah. it brought him up vertically uh, into science. that fight shot. Um, nice. But, yeah, so then obviously the other part of that scene is the... Uh, him tearing apart the other the other guy's face, oh, yeah, yeah, um, with with the knife, and I'm just quality quality foley work on that, like yeah, yeah, what, and it was all foley too, so yeah, you didn't so see any of it. You this saw is, his face, horrific, and he's yes. he's absolutely terrified at what Stem's doing to this guy. Yeah, you're getting so you know what's happening to this other guy, but you don't actually see him getting slashed. Well, up. he's not even looking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. he's like, he's I'm just gonna look away. He's yeah, yeah. To. so that's yeah. that. This Great particular scene. character is Tolan, and basically his knife, his face just is absolutely torn to shreds. Dude, oh, you had another idea. <laughs> I was about to hit the logical jewels button, but the uh, uh, computer just no, uh, went no, flat. Um, right, so this is the, still recording. Oh, <laughs> uh, the computer's dead now. Oh no, I'm not recording to that computer. Okay, oh, thank it's God. time for. <laughs> <laughs> so with, with that particular one, go on. Then, sorry, no, you're right. So we we had to again make up another rig for that. So we've got. Um, there's, there's after the the face cut, cutting up the face and everything like that. The other two soldiers walk back in, and they have to get the information from him. Which in this case they do it with a needle to his eye, yeah. which was was if you yeah. if you if you're a fan of cringing, this is the perfect time to do it. <laughs> yeah. But when we did our test, it was even worse. Um, again, this is uh, between us in. SFX breakaways and the makeup department. So they've given us basically half a head on a board that's got all the cuts and the lines and the makeup and all that sort of thing. It's got these weird fake jelly eyes in it and we've got to come up with, you know, the hand with the finger with the needle coming out of it. And it's all it's all on an automated rig. So the needle actually does come out of the finger and then pops back into the finger. Wow. And heads toward his face while it all does that. Um, but while we were testing this thing, on our first test of this rig, the, the needle comes out of the tip of the finger. Oh. It goes into the eye, oh. which is creepy enough to look at when you're like a meter away from it. But then oh. what happens is the needle on its way back out actually started to drag the part of the eye out. Oh, <laughs> it's, got like this, it's got like this little triangular tent oh. bit that's coming out with the needle. Oh, and it just goes, and pops oh. back in. And the needle comes out. And we're all just sort of sitting there and we're all 
have to be in stunned silence the entire time because we're like we're filming this for posterity for the studios they need to know what we're about to do yeah. and we're all like we stop filming and we're all like oh <laughs> <laughs> all four of us are just like <laughs> and then for the rest of the time we could not get it to happen again and oh, we were so shattered we were like that no. would just ruin everybody in this film shame. Oh, man. <laughs> there would be people say, throwing up in the aisles because yeah exactly I'd, I'd, yeah. God, damn it. I mean it was it was bad enough to watch it yeah. like on a close Close up. That's creepy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So did you guys your com- uh, what are, what's your what's the company called, sorry? Hades. Hades, Hades thank you. Did Hades effects have met any involvement in the vehicles of this? No, movie? so this was this wasn't a Hades Industries one. This was me being sourced out Hades to somebody Industries, else. Sorry. That's all right. Um, me being sourced out to somebody else. So oh, right. I was working with uh, a group called ABS FX on this. Ah, right. And our breakaway props uh, sorry, our um SFX breakaways department was a separate unit of that. Um, so we didn't have anything to do with the vehicles, but I know people that were with the vehicles and the, there's a couple of funny little stories about that. Oh, there's a couple so, of funny little cars. There's a couple of funny little cars in it that are very, very Aussie. If you look close enough. Oh yeah. Um, but as far as the high tech future car goes, yeah, that in itself was an interesting one. That car changed hands about four times as to who was responsible. Two, really? Two weeks out from filming it, it still wasn't built yet. It was a metal frame and oh, nothing else. On. Nothing to be done. So uh, basically, we were, we were looking at it going, this is not going to happen. Wow. This this is totally not going to be there. And then on the day, they're like, oh, this is what we're driving in. And we're like, huh, that doesn't look oh, terrible. And they're like, don't <laughs> look at it too close. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if, I work if, in the automotive industry. Don't look at any car too close. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's, exactly <laughs> that's so right. funny. Like I picture like Krusty the Crown. I imagine it rocking up and then Krusty the Crown's clown hey, standing hey. there going, what the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what I picture. Because yeah. yeah. when I saw much. the car the first yeah. time, I was a bit like, oh. What the first, uh, the first couple of scenes, I must say, from from the car guy stuff. So when he's actually working Ooh, yeah. on the engine, um, tick, he's actually working, working on, an on the engine. engine. That's yeah. right, which is good. That was yeah. I was pretty happy with that. That's usually a good. I, I don't prefix know to whether that was him, uh, as in the actor knew what to do, or yeah. whether they just sort of said, "Good acting." Need to actually do some bits it, and pieces. It looked like he was yeah, doing stuff. Do. Was yeah. it? What was he doing? I can't remember. I don't know, I but it, it, was, it was like, it, you know, with all the... He's, he's chucking like an intake manifold on or something. Uh, he, no, he's doing up like an alternator belt or something like that. And it was just... Yeah, oh, okay, yeah. cool. Uh, not, old, not just the, the standard belt. spinning a spanner on something on, random. Yeah, and they like, rushed it on nothing, you know. Talking, <laughs> talking about something that isn't there. Yes. Working, you know, yeah. working on the spoon engine. engine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was a spoon engine. He was installing a spoon engine. Spoon. Two spoon engines with NAS. Oh, I thought it was three. Mate. I don't know. <laughs> oh, the wrong side of the room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Amazing. So, yes, tick done with the car stuff. That was cool. Yeah. And cool car too. Some nice cars in it. Yeah. Mm. I loved Sandy. No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Thank you very much. Sorry. Oh my goodness. The book. The book ends. The, the, I'll go right back to the very start. The opening credits. What ice? Oh yeah, yeah, that like, was weird. I actually no, wanted to make sure that no the, the thing that I paid for was actually working. Properly. Did you think you were watching like a pirated copy or something? Yeah, but I, I was like, hang on, no, I like paid legitimate money. Oh, yeah, legitimate aside for this, what's going on here? Why is someone talking? <laughs> so good, I love it. And why it. is it got all crusty and and like I started checking the Apple TV connection? <laughs> Would it be like if it was a? It'd be funny if it was like a film for deaf people and it just tells you the whole story. Have you ever seen these? Well, it's like yeah. in um like subtitles where it's like. Uh, dark, blind people, dark, sorry, not deaf people. Like dark music playing and all that sort of yeah, thing. Yeah. But like, dark uh, anonymous tones. Yeah. <laughs> Boring. 
Oh, <laughs> uh, you're on fire. Uh, thanks, man. Uh, <laughs> just my obscure references this evening. Um, Some people will get them. And I also really like the ending. The ending was like just fantastic. Like he just walks out. Oh. Stem completely takes over. You think oh. You think he wakes up and it's all a dream. And oh, it's so brutal. It's heart-shattering. When I saw the bit, I thought, oh, like God, Lee Winnell, I thought you were so much better exactly than this. Exactly right. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. You haven't gone the It's a dream thing. Yeah. And in that next line, I've just gone, Touche. Yeah. <laughs> Touche. And he's like, Gray's in a better place now. And I'm like, <gasps> yeah, yeah, cool. it's amazing. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> and then just walks out and then done. Well, yeah, he completely yeah, executes the, the car. Uh, yeah. yeah. yeah just right. like, yeah. again, you don't think that's going to happen. Like, no. it's one of those things that's a cliche at the end of the film. They're going to sort of come to terms with the fact that, all right, maybe they'll let each other go. Let yeah. each other well, off this with a is, warning sort of thing, and that just does not happen. Yeah. This is like in um, Ex Machina with, um, is it Eve? Eve? Oh, isn't Eva? that Wally? Eva, Eva. Eva's That's Wally. Wally Brad. Eva. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, like Ooh, her... There's a, mash, there's a shared universe I'd like <laughs> to connect. <laughs> her her <laughs> leaving, like locking in the guy at the end, you're just like, whoa. Like yeah, she's pretty yeah. brutal. Like you can, it's like a real, uh, it's like an AI going, okay. What what is the what is the best thing for me to do to survive, you know, to r- eliminate problems? That's yeah. right. It's great because you the whole time there's there's the in Ex Machina as well. There's the picture of empathy. You're exp- you get so used to the this AI character as being a human yeah. that you just expect them to have well the whole the movie. He's helping. He's helping Gray. With his grief and and his revenge plot and all this sort of thing, like he's he's setting up all this stuff to help him find the people that killed his wife and all this sort of stuff. Yeah. So you build this, you build this like for him, yeah. Until and you then, find out he's literally just tying up his own loose ends. Correct. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. well, I was not expecting that. And you're yeah. like, okay, this is really brutal. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yes. I loved it. <laughs> I was a it big was, fan was, of this. Yeah, just yeah, yeah this was great. Really like, big it's, fan. It's one of those things too. Yeah. I think you've, when when you sort of start to connect those dots, and then you know he talks to Aaron, which is the guy that supposedly created him, and you find out that Aaron created this thing, but all of a sudden this thing took over the took business, over. took over everything, yeah. Skynet, and now everybody w- works for him. Yeah. Like everybody in well, that yeah, company works for him. And I'm like, I, I mean, apart from me wanting to watch it again just because of all the stuff that you said, Nate, today about all the things you worked on, and I'm keen to go back to those scenes. But yeah, I just want to watch it again just to see how it develops, knowing Stem and his, his what his, his motive, motives yeah. are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I heard uh, uh, Melbourne comedian Dave Warnicky. Audition oh, yeah. for the role, Aaron. Yeah, yeah, which would have been really interesting. Yeah, he's kind of got that. I would have found that really distracting. Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, amazing. Um, I well, did also like the uh, the character Fisk as well, the bad guy. I did. because well, yeah. I liked him because it, they didn't go for the muscle bound, big ultra soldier guy. Yeah, they went for this really small framed, almost weedy esque guy that was obviously very intelligent yeah. normally. Um, and then had the implant put in, which yeah. was which was doubling him up and and made up for his, his little bits and pieces. So he I wasn't quite like that guy as an actor. Like I yeah, don't yeah, I yeah. don't know if I've seen him in anything else, but I was like I really liked. He's one of those guys. He's, he he's got a bad he guy was, face. Yeah, Excellent good bad, bad guy, guy face. Good bad yeah, guy yeah. face. Yeah, good good intelligent bad guy face. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought uh, that was good that they didn't go for that. The, the ultra other soldier. one last bit that I just want to go to the mm. headshot, the, the headshot. head that literally explodes when oh, it's shot by the gun in the arm. That's right. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, oh. So this is something you worked on. Yeah. Well, 
So this was, I was up there for that. It was technically the makeup and the actual other SFX department, like yep. the big version. Um, so what happens is basically we've got, uh, obviously, the, the pre-existing, the first couple of shots that happen. So that's the actual actor. They're running up the stairs and all those sorts of things. Yep. Again, this was all at um, Circus Oz, up in the oh, very top section up the stage. Get out of there. Right yeah, up, yeah. Up, yeah. Right Just up working top. under yeah, your nose. Way up, the top. <laughs> yeah, up near the roof. Yeah, that's right. So yeah. we were on the roof for that. Um, we were going to put bees on that roof, but we didn't. Well, if you go up there now, you'll <laughs> probably still story, yeah. see a bunch of like blood bees. and chunks of brain nice. up there. Really? Oh, I totally want to we, go we, up there now. We cleaned some, but I think like, you know, because <laughs> there, there's like, there's the, um, there's the roof section, then there's like the little retaining wall and then there's more roof beyond that. I actually think some of it flew further than we were expecting. Oh, awesome. So generally speaking, when you're going to do, you know, a headshot or anything like that. You've got two or three bags of blood in it with some brain chunks and all that sort of thing. You've got your um, (laughs) two or three debt cords that basically blow it all up. We had eight bags of blood and brains to the point where the head was literally falling apart as we're stuffing them all in there. (laughs) Um, And there's like eight of us then holding the the head together while we're putting like silicon putty and glue in it. And we're like, we're filming this in five minutes. Is it going to be done? We're like, we hope so. (laughs) Um, We're all literally like in there holding this thing together. Um, and it's got, yeah, eight bags of blood and they were trying to cram another one and they were like, stop, yeah. this will not happen. We, we should have stopped two bags ago. I'm, um, I'm basing my getting shot in the face thing from, you know, Pulp Fiction. So. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And, and, and that shit goes that's, everywhere. Yeah, it does. Um, <laughs> I was thinking scanners. Scanners? Uh, yeah. That's yeah. like the shot. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Where and, they use an actual usually, shotgun. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that was a bad idea. That was really... Was so yeah. bad. Gosh. Um But... Yeah, the other thing is usually like maybe two dead cords. I think we had five. Wow. Okay. Um, now, when when you do a shot like that, if you're on crew for that, there's usually like you know they'll they'll limit it. They'll keep maybe five six people upstairs. So you've got your cameraman, your uh, SFX tech, and his second, um, maybe one or two other people just in case something happens. Yeah. There were twenty something of us on that roof, <laughs> and we all get told, "Yeah, turn your radios off. No worries." Because obviously that can that can mess with the system. So yeah. as soon as everything's armed, if you're if you've got a radio on, it can mm-hmm. mess with frequencies. Things can go off. Yeah. So we're all yep. Turn off turn off your radio. So done that. We've done the shot. Blood guts things everywhere. We're all standing awesome. back and all that sort of thing. And everybody's Going, like, yay. Oh. Yeah. No, they're, they're all like, oh, you know, it shouldn't go this far. And we're like, I don't think you understand just how much blood and stuff we put in this. <laughs> yeah. Thing. It's gonna go everywhere. Yeah. So we're standing maybe you know that roof's probably only about seven or eight meters. We're standing to the full extent of those seven or eight meters, and I read, I reckon it still got us like wow. halfway up the waist. <laughs> wow! Uh, and I was like two or three lines back, and I still managed to get some. Oh, right. So what so you're saying good. is, if you're gonna you're shoot good. someone in the head, be prepared for some splatter. Oh area. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Be good at cleaning. Um, mm. But the uh, so we're we're doing this gag. It's gone off without a hitch. We're like we've got one shot at this, so it better work. Yeah. Everybody, be on your best. Um, wow. We've done that shot. And then with uh, the the second ADs come around and she's gone. Yep, everybody radios back on. And, and um, my boss Ange, who was the SFX coordinator, he's sort of gone. Yep, he's checking it. He goes, one of the one of the things hasn't fired. Oh shit! So we've only lost we've only lost four out of the five. And he's like, everybody, like, what? Why are people on their radios? Everybody, turn your radios off now! Like, screams Jeez. it wow, out. Wow, yeah. Turn them all off. And he's just like, everybody, I'm the SFX coordinator. You listen to me. Like, don't listen yeah. to a second AD who knows nothing. Yeah. We could have literally just had a really big accident just yeah, here. Yeah, totally. So what um, are they? The explosives are what? So they're, they're little remote controlled debt cords. So it's basically um, 
with, without going too much into it. It's like a, a firecracker, but with a timer on it. Yeah. Okay. Or a, or a remote, know, a switch, remote, remote control switch. kind of thing. Yeah. 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 Um, but a little Any bit gold more powerful. watches? <laughs> no? no. Um, hey, just... Jack, don't forget to wind your watch. <laughs> Apologies. Because okay. yeah. no, so... I've got a tool that shoots nails into concrete. Yes. And it's literally... I a, want one now. It's literally a twenty-two bullet, but without yeah. the actual bullet head on it. Yeah. Oh, really? So the charge okay. is a twenty-two bullet. So and years and years ago, you actually needed a shooter's license to own one of these guns. Yeah. yeah. Now it's just sort of like you need to have an ABN and things like well, that. Well, for all of these ones, you need a shooter's license and a pyro license. Okay, cool. So... I uh, just just touching on that, Brad. I as a kid found a strip of those once because they mm-hmm. came in a plastic strip. Yeah, and I pulled yeah, them yeah. out and I was pretending they were real bullets in my little cap gun. They mate. kind of are. And then I I decided to smash one with a brick. Oh no! Oh, how'd that go? Bang! It went bang! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Dad surpri- comes running out. What was that? I'm like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm Some surprised they're alive, Jules. To be honest with you, <laughs> <laughs> do some pretty out there things. Good to have you here, mate. Yeah. Uh, yes, we're, we're glad. Grateful. I've got no, all my. We don't digits. know how to run that board. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Especially that new one. Neither do I. <laughs> uh, I tell you, I don't mean to cut in, but we are getting on a bit mm-hmm. uh, here. And I tell you. I feel like this is a perfect opportunity to you know get our new segment involved here. And Timmy Timmy's, Timmy's going to sing the theme Timmy, song. Timmy, you got a theme song this you episode. Got a theme I'm song. excited. Um, do you want do you want me to try and do it with you? No. <coughs> no. <coughs> he wants all the limelight. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> okay. How's it going? Um <coughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Oh, I love it. <laughs> I love being a part of a new segment. Was, oh man, I got to away. witness that, and it was amazing. <laughs> Might be one of my favorite segments. Yeah. I think just for the intro. Oh, it's song. definitely my favorite segment. <laughs> All right, go. I'll, I'll, I've been waiting for this bit. So, yeah, oh. I'll, I'll, well, Timmy, explain what oh, this don't, new segment. Don't do that. I do the theme song. You explain it. <laughs> Uh, what is this segment? All right, so so <laughs> it's, it's the new one. <laughs> what are we doing? Who are we professionals? I so swear. this is where we propose that every film that we cover is connected to the BTEU, <laughs> yeah, the Bill and Ted Extended <laughs> Universe. So every film somehow connects to Bill and Ted's, which is adventure. quite obvious. Oh, I of mean, course. Obvious. I mean, once Obviously. you start watching enough movies, you're like, hey, this is all connected. <laughs> it's, it's, it's all connected. All, it's all and we do have the uh, the convenience of time travel. So Ooh, yes, yes. Yeah. Oh, it's perfect. <laughs> it is. Look, the only thing <laughs> I could flawless even because this was sort of near future. Hmm. Yeah. The only thing I could come up with is that potentially this is like a midpoint between future, you know, the future dudes on their floating chairs. Uh-huh. So it's obviously before Bill and Ted have aligned the planets. Ooh. You know what? I reckon uh, STEM is so powerful and this is almost like a precursor to Skynet, you know. Well, it's yeah. not really. It's kind of more advanced than Skynet when you really think about it. What like, if like STEM, STEM could have... You know, ultimately taken over humanity by implanting more chips to See, create the perfect. So look, race stem stem is a stem people. Stem is a uh, obviously doesn't have. Well, we don't know what weaknesses stem has. Mm. I'm thinking perhaps the frequencies that come out of Bill and or out of Wild Stallions is what ends up bringing stem down. Ooh. Uh, so when they so when Rufus talks about aligning the planets and. It's one event. It's the it's the event that stops STEM from taking over the, the world. Correct. Obviously, STEM gets to a point where things are bad. 
Like I, I would imagine, I would, I would imagine, <laughs> like it gets to a point where you know there's a lot of there's a lot of death, and you know it's kind of end of the world type thing, and wild stallions are what come out. Yeah, maybe, maybe they throw a concert or something like uh, Live Aid or something. It's so oh, yeah. so powerful. A, a Wayne stock, Wayne stock, <laughs> yeah. if you will. Okay, so so the gun implants right Ooh. after this event. They turn into the air guitar. So, so when oh, we see nice. yeah, the air guitar, yeah. when they go, Boo! that's actually real audio. Like they've they've changed, they've developed oh, the yeah. gun implants yeah, from yeah. the arms into guitar implants. Mm. Oh, I like that's it. My point. They, they, they must have been working with Nintendo when they did the um the little like Guitar Hero for your your um. 3DS. Oh, yeah, the yeah. The little four buttons. They've just done that, but they've just managed to get it inside, <laughs> inside the <laughs> And see, I reckon in if we're going to go far as Bogus Journey, which we will, the good, the, the bad robot Bill and Ted, the mm. Uses, oh, yeah. um, are probably like an early, really early stage of, of the development of these AI robotics. Mm. Oh, nice. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Because, you know, everything gets smaller. So you start off with full robots and then it all gets down to a chip. You know, it's kind oh, of the way technology is right. going. Everything... Yep. Kind of, you know, shrinks, we down. shrinks down into smaller things. I like it. It's a good segment. It's a good segment. Any it's, other thoughts on it's that? A, it's a brain strain. Here's a question, though. The Look, guys, they've got, a, they've got a gun in one arm. Why not put something useful in the other arm? Like, I don't know. Like a, like can a, like a, like a cheese grater. Or a spatula or something. I, <laughs> well, I mean, you, you could go a back to, uh, all the way back to wrongfully accused and have, like, the shotgun leg in the toe. Oh, God. <laughs> with the, the, the pop-up laser sight or whatever it was. You're about to say it. I was about the to finger? say sh- The finger? From... Um, from from inner space, he's got the gun in his hand. <laughs> oh my god! How do we not connect that? <laughs> he's one of them. He's, he's an early stem. <laughs> wow, that was his whole his whole hand though. Yeah. So that's the version he could unscrew his hand and put like a yeah, yeah it's like he put a claw on and or that interchangeable the really intense devices. fire. Basically, what you were talking about with the spatula hand. Is like That's an early weird. version That's of inspe- this is an Inspector Gadget shared universe. <laughs> <laughs> Who was it from the Megasode with the finger guns? Because then literally we can work. Oh with yeah, the Ollie was mad Ollie. for finger guns. <laughs> Ollie, yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, oh, Jules has left. Oh, no, yeah. he's back. I mean, obviously time travel. Obviously. <laughs> he's been gone for three hours. Wow, <laughs> didn't even realize. Like wow. I'm surprised that they had a gun. They had a gun in one hand, but I reckon they could have <laughs> utilized the other hand quite. Well, to be even more perhaps brutal. a gardening Ooh. trowel or something. No, <laughs> something for the weekend. But maybe like a knife or something. I don't know. You know like like we're thinking if they're baddies, they're not going to be putting like a jeffel. Well, I mean, something. <laughs> a toaster, like, just ching. Yeah, marshmallow dispenser. Yeah, no, no, they, they did have something in the other side, but that's that's the um, the computer chip for reading each other's. Um, downloaded thoughts and all that oh, sort of thing because that's from the other hand that's right. so he's there thanks for it's wrecking it all that jokes <laughs> just destroyed. I like the waffle line <laughs> the jack line can you pipe up a bit sooner so I don't look like an idiot <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh dear good stuff ratings ratings oh, yeah. yeah right well I feel like Jules it's your film you chose this buddy you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna go up there it's it's pretty high not as good as Bill and Ted's I'd probably give it a solid 86% it's a good year that is a good year Uh, Brad I'm looking at you mate sure I'll go 90 90 nice yeah pretty good enjoyed it 
really nice. really glad I watched it really glad you picked it which is pretty rare for films that oh, yeah. <laughs> watch out there, watch there, out I picked look, I must say here, there, there has been a couple that it do have you have redeemed yourself Swiss Army Man being oh, one of them yeah. oh, and oh, this how one, good is that yeah, that this was, was good before, yeah. you, before you speak Nat yeah. Yeah. Nate, do not speak yet <laughs> um, how do you how is Bill and Ted sit for you oh look it's it's got to be the it's the hundred. Come on. Oh, okay, good. Oh, this guy. Well, it is. We're, actually. We're on Any the time, mate. I just want to make sure when you give your <laughs> no. score where your benchmark is. No, the, the if you're a big fan, that's the hundred. The benchmark is the hundred. Everything is below that. Now you come back any time you want. Right? <laughs> you are welcome <laughs> in this phone booth. Now it's going to get crowded real quick. <laughs> just before, just before Nate does give his score, we should probably just quickly run through the scoring system. Sure. Even though we've given two scores, even though already. we're halfway through it, doesn't matter. Um. Bill and Ted is clearly awesome, and with our rating system, that just automatically gets the hundred percent. Um, and we don't rate on necessarily how good the film is, just in general. We rate it on how good it is in compared to Bill and Ted. So just keep that in mind, Nate. When you're so it can be your, better. It can be hundred. It can be better. This is a great film. It like, is a great film. If we were rating this as There's a film, a couple. There's been a couple. It's great. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's, oh, absolutely. And then you can. Do a me and just refuse to give a score on some films. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, Fast and Furious. <laughs> oh, no, no, that was negative a billion. Yeah. Negative, negative a negative billion. That was infinity. literally making a mockery of the system, but we'll and, just... Uh, and Mother, <laughs> mother <laughs> I just refused to even Oh, yeah. <laughs> you barely said anything that whole episode. Anyway. Hey, let the guests speak. Mate. Sorry. <laughs> Jesus. Do you have it's a score like for this one? I do. If you can remove yourself as yeah. a... Yeah, look, I think removing myself from it as having worked on it, I would say 85. Yeah, cool. I like nice. it a lot. I really yeah. do. Um... But I think that there's, you know, if you're going to that point of doing these upgrades and all that sort of thing, you could go further. Push the push the benchmark. Right. Mm-hmm. That's, right. Benchmark. That's where upgrade oh, two comes in. Yeah, there you go. Ooh. I hope there isn't one. on that one. I mean, I, I kind of hope there isn't one as well. Yeah. I know, like, just, you know, let's I leave this anyone. one as what yeah. it is. Yeah. Yeah. Hanging. I think that needs to be done with a lot more films. Correct. Yeah. Not, not have sequels. Yes. Yeah. If it's going to yeah. be a sequel, Fast it does need to be one of them. It does need to be a shared universe with. Um, ex machina. Yes, I would love to see those two get together and just destroy the world. <laughs> yeah, that would be like a, a, no, no, like try an, to destroy it until Bill and Ted fix it. Oh, uh, I like that. No, like see, that's a, the movie after. Right, it's like we're you. starting a whole Terminator the trilogy. Series here. Yeah, yeah. that's going to have the Empire that's going to be Strikes Bill and back. Ted three. Yeah. Bill yeah, and yeah, Ted Genesis. <laughs> <laughs> we don't we don't talk about that. Movie. No, we don't. Yeah. <laughs> Apologies. Yeah, it's Bill and Ted Salvation. I'm I'll jump in and I'm gonna give it. 70 no I'm going to give it 81 okay yeah like, like I said look I said last episode I'm going to be a lot harder you are uh, that's I, still a pretty good score it's still a good score yeah. it was good. I, yeah. I enjoy the spit out of this it was really good, good. Yeah. yeah Um, I I really liked it I reckon I'd, I'd watch it again pretty soon I reckon Um, I reckon I like it more than John Wick whoa yeah. Yeah, Brad, wow! Just will, shaking his head. I will break you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like John Wick with a pencil. That's yep. cool. Um, exactly. But yeah, it's got a lot of John Wick in it. It's got a lot of X Machina in it. It's it, oh, it's a bit of a Blade Runner feel going in there. A oh, bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely, right. a, um, a Venom esque. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't um, see Venom. Oh, come haven't on. seen it. Yeah. Get into I it. Didn't get there. Yet. Get into it. So I'm gonna give it. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Uh, I reckon I'm I'm on ninety. I reckon. 90, 90 flat, nice. And that's off just, you know, seeing it once. I was pretty pumped about it after nice. this conversation. We'll see how the second viewing goes, but nice. at this stage. I, was, I must say, I was hoping that it was going to be awesome, and yeah. it, it delivered, which yeah. is good. Yeah. yeah. Happy. 
Like I was, I was just ecstatic the whole way through this thing. I hmm. was really engaged. It's good journey. Yeah. It's well, good. who's got choices for the next episode? I don't still know. listener. Is it listener. still a listener? Ooh. Still a listener. Yeah. Okay. Well, while Timmy's looking up a listener, I can tell you that you can find us uh, on Facebook. You know, at uh, you know, San Diego School Taking Film. The initiative. <laughs> yeah. uh, if you've you, got mate. any ch- uh, choices, as you know, like someone has obviously sent through now, uh, you know, send your send your choices through to. Uh, our Facebook or our email at sandemusfilm at gmail.com. Make sure you put a score in, though. you got to put a score in. We want a score. Yeah, we, we do. Compare it to Bill and Ted's, which is automatically 100% flawless system. Mm. Um, you know, make sure you give us a score compared to Bill and Ted's. And if you don't want to give a score with your request, that's fine. Maybe just send us a private private message or yeah, totally something along those lines. I'm still we'll going. Just bump uh, it to us in the street and say. Well, you can also hey, find us yeah. uh, Twitter. How's Twitter going, L? Good off its chops, I off, imagine. Off all the chops, mate. There are no <laughs> chops involved. Yep, and it's, it's, uh, it's Instagram. I uh, don't know what the Instagram what is. <laughs> all right, I'm ready to go. Just, all right. just search Sandem School. That's, that's, that's it. Yeah, Google it. So, listener request. We have a request, um, and this was via Facebook. Um, <laughs> and this was a request by Matthew Wong. Um, and he has said, I'd like to request the movie Get Out. Oh, yeah. I've never heard of it. Yeah. Good. Oh, yeah. Really? Is that, is that like, I mean, obviously I know the Simpsons episode where the thing's like, Get Out. It's not no, the no. actual. You're looking at the wrong dude. I've no, 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 it's new. It's reasonably <laughs> it's, uh, new. Yeah. 17? I think that was 17, 18, yeah. yeah. I don't have a year here, but he says, Yeah, I'd love to hear your guys' thoughts on this epic. So obviously he's well, a fan. So uh, thanks. Ooh. Thanks, it Matt. Was, it was a bit of a ride. I've, I've seen it. It's, uh, yeah. it's definitely worth looking in. Okay. All right. Yeah, it's good. It's it's pretty full on, but uh, yeah, right. It's it's good. Good choice. Good choice, Matthew Wong. Yeah, thanks, pal. Um, well, look before. How we, do we know? Hang on. How do we know Matthew? Where's Matthew from? I used to work with Matthew. Excellent. Yeah, good guy. Good. Good. Yeah, you were going to say something else. Tell tell us about yourself, Nate. Give All us right. a plug. Yeah, so who, what do you got to plug? How can people find you? <laughs> All right, so you can find me on uh, Facebook at facebook.com slash Hades Industries or on uh, Instagram. Which is also just at Hades Industries. Cool. Um, yeah. So again, props from film, TV, cool. all sorts of video games. Lots of guns. I have a gun wall, and it's oh. amazing. Cool. Yeah. You do commission oh. work, so and you I can get in touch and, and get him to make films, you something. Small budget films, all that sort of thing. All nice. sorts of stuff. Great. Nice. Thanks if for you coming need in. To kill, if you yeah. need to stab somebody but don't want them dead, we can do that. <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. <laughs> <laughs> That's totally the new plug. <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> Thanks for coming in, man. It was yeah, really thank you. awesome. Yeah, it was great. Thank you. Um, and um, yeah, it's really shit. I've learned a heap today. It was awesome. So appreciate you coming in. Cool. Well, um, I think that just about does it. We'll wrap it up and we'll see you guys next time for Get Out. <laughs>